and you can manipulate them in any way. Like you can make a vocal sound like a pad, or you can make a vocal sound like a lead. You can make it sound like you can even turn it into a bass. So I don't know. That just it's uh it's how I look at it. What's up, producers? Sam Matler here from EDM Prod, and the podcast is back. It's been a while. It's been well over a month, uh, but I'm back. Episodes coming each week so no need to worry and in this episode episode 20 i interview andy ricardo who makes music under the alias frugal which is spelled f-r-o-o-g-l-e andy is nothing short of a genius uh he makes incredible music and we talk about quite a few things we talk about vocal processing uh the, the reason behind his name frugal and you can probably guess what that is we talk about a remix competition that is launching today or has launched if you're listening to this uh, down the track a little bit and we cover a lot of other things too uh, including you know how what his workflow looks like how he approaches mixing um, the importance of source material and so forth This episode is brought to you by EDM Foundations. EDM Foundations is my course for new producers, those who've been producing for under 12 months or even those who've just started. The whole idea of the EDM Foundations course is that you learn the fundamentals of music production by actually doing and not just learning the theoretical stuff. The course consists of over 12 hours worth of streamable video where I walk you through the creation of three songs and give you advice and tips for working on your own original alongside them. We've had over 500 people sign up for this course. Many of them have had great results. If you want to learn more about the course, head over to edmfoundations.com. Welcome back everyone to the EDM podcast. I'm Sam Matler and with me today is Andy Ricardo, also known as Frugal. Andy, how's it going? Hey, what's up Sam? It's good, man. It's very good, very good right now. How about yourself? Yeah, yeah, not bad. Um... So for those that, for those listening who don't know you that well, why not give us a bit of background? Who are you and how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so uh, I started producing music back in 2009 uh, on FL Studio. I started making kind of like hip-hop trap beats. I, I always loved hip-hop music. And, and so I started making like Dirty South, like banging kind of hip-hop beats. And they weren't very good. Um, but you know, as, as electronic music progressed and as hip hop progressed, I, I kind of, um, drew a lot of influences from like what my dad, uh, listened to when I was a kid, which was a lot of like jazz and soul, um, and a lot of Latin music. So I kind of took that influence and the state of where electronic music is and kind of like hip hop and what people want to hear. And so that's kind of how, um, I found my sound and that's kind of how I would describe it. So, yeah. So, so you, you started with FL Studio. <clears throat> yeah. Is that what you're still using today? Uh, no, uh, I don't use FL Studio. I, I use Ableton. Um, I really liked FL Studio, but they didn't have it for Mac whenever I got a Mac. So uh. I just learned uh, how to use Ableton. I, found, I heard about Ableton and then I fell in love. And now it's like my girlfriend. Ableton's awesome. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ableton's awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm an I'm an Ableton uh, promoter, and 
yeah, man, I suggest it for anyone, anyone out there. So, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, you've you've told me about this before, but your artist name Frugal, spelt with uh, two O's and a G L E instead of the traditional spelling. Yeah. How did you come up with that name? Yeah. So, um, so that name, I thought of it like a couple years ago. Uh, I was sitting in my apartment up at um, up at college in Austin, where I went to school for for audio recording. And so I was just sitting in in like my little studio making music, and I was super broke because I was kind of like you know paying for the apartment and like the school. My parents were helping out helping me out just a little bit, but I mean I barely had enough money <laughs> to like mm-hmm. eat a whole lot of food. So I just like ate and worked on my music, went to school, worked, and like was super busy. But I was super happy because. I was making just cranking out tunes and getting uh, and getting better very very quickly. So that kind of excitement and that kind of joy, I kind of made me realize that you know, like maybe people don't need to spend all their money on bunch of bunch of stuff, bunch of materialistic things. Why not just like take a step back and find something to work on and you know invest it into yourself or you know learn stuff, create, travel. I don't know. That's kind of my mm-hmm. philosophy, and I don't know. That's how I, how I think um, true happiness is found. So I don't know. It's, kind of the what i live by <laughs> yeah yes. absolutely so yeah. in that in that case i'm curious in that case is your studio quite uh minimal yeah in that case yes exactly uh yeah <laughs> i just just my macbook pro some headphones um well actually actually i don't produce on my headphones but no i have like i have some studio monitors mm. just some um some presonus eris 8 monitors they're, they're pretty good i really like them but um i can't really produce really loud because i don't really have a a house yet so mm. so i just have to keep it down a little bit but yeah, but yeah man that's pretty much my setup just some monitors and the laptop and yeah obviously works yeah. um thank you thank you <laughs> yeah yeah so i want to talk about vocal processing because i mean listening to your tracks you've got uh just these vocals that i mean they blow me away you've got amazing engineering but also editing like chops here and there reverse effects i mean how do you if you're given a vocal let's say for a remix how do you approach it that's awesome man thank you for thank you for noticing those little those little uh those little, shots, those little details course. man um <laughs> yeah so so as far as the the vocal recording um the main artist i use or i work with is josh he's my buddy uh we met at we met at school and um he was just kind of working the way i met him was he, he was just kind of working on a song in the other in the other room, in the other studio room, um, which is at the school. And I was working in, yeah, in another room. And then we kind of just were kind of just met through there and kind of showed each other's, each other our tunes. And, um, he hopped on the track and yeah, we kind of just made a few tracks from there. Um, he usually just uses a, um, just a large diaphragm condenser mic. I'm not exactly sure what kind, man. I, I forget all the names of all the microphones. <laughs> there's so diff- there's so many, but, um, yeah, man, he 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 does a really good job recording his vocals. Um, but yeah, man, as far as like the the vocal chops and stuff like that, uh, I, I have a pretty cool, a pretty interesting view on it. I think uh, I literally just think about it like, like like the the human voice is kind of like a synth within itself. Like it's like uh-huh. produces tones and notes. Um, so if you could just kind of treat your chopping like chopping of vocals like like they're little tones, then you can kind of create melodies and uh. patterns that are that are catchy and you can manipulate them in any way like you can make a vocal sound like a pad or you can make a vocal sound like a lead you can make it sound like can you turn it into a bass so i don't know that just it's uh yeah that's, that's a yeah. cool perspective uh treating it like an instrument i suppose 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because also, man, you could like, like the mouth is kind of like a filter. So within itself, so yeah. you can literally just to any tones, you could add like any, multiple filters working, um, working simultaneously, and like th- they create their own tone within itself. It's so it's it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting, and it's, it's it's endless too. You can make all kinds of combinations with multiple high passes and f- low passes, just at different frequencies, and so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And do you use like a a particular plugin or tool or do you just chop manually? Uh, okay. So this is why I really love Ableton is because you can, you can save like a bunch of ADG racks, which is like, um, yeah. literally just effect racks. Right. So people already like design these like EQs, like these parameters for them to be like t- plug and play. Like you just throw them on and manipulate the main knobs and those knobs manipulate like so many different parameters within the eq so i just like downloaded these um a bunch of these like random adg like um wah wah kind of like filter Mm. stuff and so i've just been using those and yeah so so shout out to austin ableton tutor his name is um that's his facebook page his name is uh jimmy allison and uh yeah man he has a bunch of really cool resources and a lot of free downloads and stuff obviously just to support and follow his stuff but um but yeah, yeah man absolutely. He, he's got some really good resources so so yeah that's um yeah that's that's kind of the filtering that i like to use on on a lot of like the waz and wub kind of stuff so so yeah awesome yeah i'll chuck i'll chuck that in the show notes so cool. do you use because because when i do my vocal chops like i'll grab an audio file and just slice to midi or i think you can slice it to a drum rack i think and you get like 16 or 32 or however many or whatever setting you choose, you get all these chops in the drum rack and I kind of work from there. But I mean, there's limitations to that approach. So so how do you get from like a full vocal stem to the chops before you start filtering and adding effects? Uh, yeah, so so yeah, no, I really like that slice to MIDI function too. I definitely use that and, and I have a launch pad, so... Uh, and I, I, I actually have two, so I can like hook both of those up and yeah, do like a bunch of chops on them. So that's really cool. But whenever I want to get like more precise and I kind of like kind of hear a part and I want to use that, that part to chop it up or manipulate it in any way, um, I kind of just listen through the acapella and listen to any like, um, extended notes like oohs or ahs that the vocalist is saying and mm-hmm. kind of just like, or like, um, kind of like fill vocal fills like i like ah like that kind of mm, stuff i don't mm. know how to <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not a singer but you know like that awesome rb kind of stuff and like those kind of effects and um ad-libs mm. kind of strip those back and edit them uh rhythmically or or whatever and then yeah <laughs> yeah no awesome yeah, that's what i would yeah man um are there any challenges? Because I know a lot of people, you know, they complain about working with vocalists and vocalists complain about working with producers. Have you come across any challenges working with Josh and any other people? Um, uh, well, uh, it's kind of like, so yeah, there are definitely some challenges because I mean, we're both whenever you're collaborating with someone, y'all both have your, your view on what you want the song to sound like. So it's kind of, uh, it's very like, it's kind of has to be approached very like sensitive, sensitively, Mm. I guess, or uh, very, very like cautious because you don't want to like disrespect the other person and have to like have them like work on this track and then like 
them redo the whole song that they wrote and it took them a, a while to write. So you kind of want to like just kind of give them a something base, something simple and basic to work off of. And then um, kind of as they develop the song, they send it to you and you, you know, give them your, your feedback and kind of just bounce off of each other, but slowly, but surely and not, you know, like devaluate them in, in any way. But, um, but yeah, I definitely have had like, times where people want to work with me but like they don't have like a like a, a like a brand or like a, an idea what they want to make what kind of music they want to make so it's kind of like it kind of stinks that I that it has to be like that but mm. un- unfortunately like I've put so much time into developing like this track these track lists and the, these tracks and like the the image and like the um, the aesthetic and stuff like that so it's kind of like I don't know. I feel like it's sometimes unfair that people just want to kind of like work with people just because they have like more, have put more time into it and more yeah. effort and money and stuff like that. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah it does make sense. Uh, yeah. and, and following on from that, I'm curious because a lot of listeners and, and readers say that their music would benefit from a vocalist. But I get asked, how do I find a vocalist? Do you have oh, any yeah. tips for, for people like that? Oh, yes, man. Yeah. So, like, the power of the internet, I can't stress this enough. Literally, the power of social media and just, I mean, really just trying to find people that are on the same level you are. I mean, if you're literally starting off, like, where would people like you want to find? Like, I, I'm, like, kind of reverse think about it. Like, where would uh, vocalists want to find producers? So, you mm-hmm. literally go, I mean, where, where, what kind of website? There's a bunch of websites. I mean, there's, like, social networks, obviously SoundCloud. You can go to like artists you really appreciate and go to the, their followers and look for artists, like look for accounts that have, you know, like a few thousand followers or whatever and go to their profiles and hop, hop back to the other following followers mm. list and um, that kind of, that kind of thing. This, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I definitely, I agree. I'm trying I f- to like think about it and talk. So it's kind of. <laughs> it's cool, man. I fully endorse the uh, the SoundCloud approach because I've done one, I've done one vocal track like in my whole life. I don't know. Maybe I'm too lazy to, to go and find a vocalist, but I, I someone posted on the EDM Productions subreddit, uh, this vocalist asking if there was any producer that wanted to work with her. And, you know, there were quite a few people who said, yep, yep, you know, pick me. And I think a lot of people in those situations think, oh, well, I'm not going to get it because I'm not good enough. I don't make good enough music. But I, like, I went for it and uh, she liked my music and we made a track together. So, I would say just following on from that, like, just go for it. Like, take opportunities. If you find someone on SoundCloud who's a good vocalist, haven't got a big following, you might as well go for it. Yeah, yeah, man, exactly. Like, and just just be like you would in real life. I mean, be just a normal human being. Say, hey, my name is this. Mm. You know, I like to do this. This is my type of music. I'm really interested in you. And just you know, g- give them some credibility, appreciate them, and they'll appreciate you back. And then you start to create a you know a relationship over the internet. And you know, it's professional. So you literally just you know work work like that. And mm-hmm. so yeah, man. I mean, that's exactly that's a great way of doing it yeah absolutely uh i want to delve into your your workflow but how do you and i wonder if it's different every time a lot of people say it is but how do you normally start a track yeah so um so 
So I guess the, the, like, if I was just to start, a, I wanted to start an original, right? And I had no pr- prior stems or resources or anything like that. I would just start it off with just a chord progression, like a four chord progression, and just loop that and then write that with like a piano or an electric keyboard. I really like the Rhodes, um, the Rhodes electric keyboard, like the Mark II and stuff like that. So I, I have the, I have the, the complete uh, contact sampler library of that, which is awesome. Incredible, nice. man. Like the complete package is, is life. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so, um, I like to start out like that, just right off chord progression and then maybe do some, some drums, some basic, just like just a kick and a snare and then write a pad after that, just kind of like the same chord progression, but a paddy instrument and then a bass and then a lead and then, and then, yeah. Once I have that like eight bar, eight bar loop of all those different sections, I strip it back and start to add like your effects and the risers and faders and the reverb. So, what, what do you mean by stuff. by strip it back? Like, um, like so. Let's say I have this eight bar loop of all the different kind of sections, right? So you have mm. um, an eight bar loop of my pads, my bass, my drums, my leads. Um, my effects, right? So I have like a, the the different instruments is selected already. And now I just like copy paste it to 32 bars or whatever mm-hmm. and kind of just mess with the sections. May- maybe just play the pad and the drums one sec for like 16 bars or the just the bass and the drums for one. You know what I'm saying? So kind of like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like layer it differently in different ways, different combinations of the sounds. And, you know, obviously like if, I need to add more effects to one sound to make it more unique for a certain section. I'll just copy and paste it and just do like a synth to whatever drop sound kind of thing or yeah. 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 And how do you, you know, you've got this arrangement, for example, do you mix as you go or do you do a final mix at the end or do you do both? Um, yeah, I, I do both. I definitely, I definitely think a big part of like having, um, a sound or like, you know, making something that sounds sonically pleasing and yet cohesive with all your other tracks is like developing like a a certain like go-to style drums you go to, like not exactly the same sample, but like maybe like the same type of sample or like maybe like the sample be just a slight millisecond off the same way it was like in another song or something like that. So certain little like things like that um but yeah so so yeah no that's kind of like pre-mixed i guess i i kind of like go to i have a go-to folder i go to that sounds you know a certain certain frequency certain way or you know certain style i guess you would say Mm. um but yeah man mix as you go is definitely a big thing because yeah because also the patches um a lot of the times the a lot of the times like if you get too into like throwing a bunch of sounds together and making a track the a lot of time the patches sound kind of sloppy and a lot of the mixing comes in with like the envelope and and you know the attack slowing the attack down a little bit so it doesn't click at the beginning and your release taming it down a little bit or something like that Uh, but but yeah for sure i I wish more people realized that you know a good mix down starts with your source material and you know how you especially with synthesis how you shape the sound yeah Um, yeah exactly because i mean that's how it was like in the olden days like whenever it was these were real instruments i mean your good engineer good producer was someone who like knew how to take a real instrument and make it sound 
well whenever it's produced. So mm. that's that's it's the source. You you always want to go to the source to fix it as far as you can. You know, as close as you can to the source, and that's where the problems would be. Exactly. It's yeah. a it's a pet that, peeve of mine yeah. when people use like um you know and and it's certainly it's certainly helpful sometimes but use compression to add punch when you could just use uh adjust the ADSR and do it just as effectively. Oh yeah. You yeah, know? no exactly. Like you could yeah, exactly. You could you could just add like you could just duplicate the kick and then just one one of the kicks be just super low pass so it's just mm. like a little or a mid or just a mid kind of like bandpass thing and then just like compress that a little more and that would add a whole like other boom thing to it i guess yeah, yeah. yeah no exactly yeah, yeah yeah no exactly dude yeah like multi-band i guess it's called multi-band processing um mm-hmm. yeah for sure uh now you've just put out a cover uh, of justin bieber's track mark my words and you're also running a remix competition which i think is, is launching on the same day as this podcast will go live uh so how can people enter that and also what can they win yeah. So, um, so yeah, man, we, I released a song, um, yesterday. No, I'm sorry. Saturday. Um, today's Monday. And yeah, um, they were releasing the, re- uh, launching the remix contest today, later today. Um, yeah, man, we got a lot of people included. We have chill nation, um, somatics. It's actually going to be released through somatics. So mm. shout out to drew and, uh, Steven over there, man. They really helped me out on that. Um, so yeah, we're going to be releasing it through them. Um, you can check it out at somatics.com forward slash frugal, throw that in there. Somatics.fm. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll chuck that in. Yeah. No, it's just an dot- easy mistake, man. <laughs> <laughs> Somatics.fm and then yeah, forward slash frugal. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you can win um, an official release with Heroic, uh, the label I released through, and then a bunch of pack- uh, sound banks from Somatics. So eight sound banks from Somatics. Um, and they have, they, man, they have some of the best samples out right now. Um, they like blew up so fast. So I definitely, uh, recommend checking them out. Um, and then, yeah, man, you you can also get to release a sample pack through somatics. So with a light gate, so, you know, you get a bunch of support from, you know, already, you know, established producers and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, man, a lot of cool stuff. And then a bunch of resources from, from booty, like the SoundCloud Bible, uh, which is an awesome PDF. A uh, yep. book that he wrote about marketing and social media, and it's it's incredible, man. I really recommend that. Um, yeah, man, a lot of cool stuff, and then you know a bunch of reposts on SoundCloud and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, man, check it out. It's it's the acapella is Josh Rubin's vocals, so um, it's pretty awesome. He did a really good job, like layering it and mm-hmm. writing like the chord harmonies for it. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah. it's um. Yeah. it's a really good track man i heard it the other day and i'm curious Thanks, how man. did that come about yeah so uh yeah it was just uh it was actually supposed to just be a remix um i just ended up taking mark my words the first track from justin bieber's album mm-hmm. um and yeah it was just it, it didn't have any drums in it it was just like a piano and acapella kind of track so i took that and then i wrote the drums and the harp the harp part to it and Showed it to showed it to my my guys Giannis, my friend Giannis, um, uh, and then yeah, we really liked it, and we decided to make it more official. So I hit up Josh, and yeah, he did his acapella to it, and then we combined forces, my instrumental with his vocals, and yeah, man, that's how it came together. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, kind of switch gears for a bit. Do you have any routines, habits or tricks that help you overcome, say, creative block or any sort of creative rut? Uh, yeah. So, man, people people never think about this, but it literally sometimes I've just, I spend so much time on the computer and making sounds that I just literally just sometimes take a break and just do my laundry or like <laughs> make my, make my bed, like mm. do the dishes, mow the lawn. I don't know, just like simple chores kind of stuff or mm. just like maybe just go to the bank or deposit something. I don't know, like random stuff like that, just getting out, getting outside or just switching up my schedule in any way always really helps. Like maybe just going out, riding, riding my bike or, or longboarding around or yeah, man, or meeting people going out people watching meeting people uh, that kind of stuff really helps helps me out so yeah yeah definitely. like life life experiences <laughs> because we don't really have a lot of them so <laughs> just anything like that is 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 good definitely yeah man yeah you gotta you gotta get out of the chair sometimes and uh, <laughs> move the legs yeah yeah man i'm also like i also believe in like eating healthy eating good as much as yes. i can i'm not gonna say i'm like a total like nut health but i definitely like to eat good and i could like feel like when i eat good food i, I like kind of produce better in a way or just i'm kind of more focused and more um i don't know just i kind of like knock it out a lot quicker once i have like food like like for for instance one time my song vultures originally um the project was called just had a steak because i like literally had i had a steak <laughs> <laughs> that night before at my sister's house so I was like, all right, man, I feel good. I just had a steak and I made that song and I was like, sweet. And that's kind of how that happened. But um, why didn't you keep yeah. the name? <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, I know, man. Right. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I know I should have. But but then the vocalist, this is kind of ties into what we were speaking of earlier is is like, you know, the vocalist wrote her story hmm. to the instrumentals. So and it didn't I really kind of wanted it with, with just so, had a steak. Yeah, I wouldn't have worked with just had a steak. I had, I had had to be something about the story. I don't know. I'm not that yeah. random. I like to be pretty pretty cohesive and no, professional for sure. as possible. But yeah, that would have been hilarious, man. I wish. Hey, there's always still another opportunity. Yeah, man. Um, what what plugins or pieces of gear or even sample packs have you been uh, digging recently? Um yeah so yeah man i've really been into a whole lot of like um just kind of recording around the house kind of stuff or mm. just uh kind of collecting random things to just kind of like sample and um just archive man like I, for example like i went to the studio and or i mean which is essentially you could just do at your house but um i'm fortunate enough to have like resources i can go up to austin and use the studio so right so um, so I, I got a box and I got a bunch of like pots and pans and, um, kind of like kitchenware. And so I recorded that, uh, and several different microphones to get kind of different tones and later, later on went through it and edited out what I needed. And so archive those. And I've really been liking that. I mean, and it's, they're all just kind of stuff I grabbed around the house and a cheap way of getting cool, uh, Foley esque uh kind of sound so mm. i really been doing that lately um as far as synths man i really really been digging the sin plants uh the sonic charge sin plants oh. um plug-in it's it's pretty cool have you heard about it i have i've never used it it looks it's super cool. cool though 
It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like they're definitely like it's kind of hyped up for like with the whole like way of using it and stuff, the interface. But it's mm-hmm. so cool. It's neat. It has some cool like really like um, textury kind of like uh, grainy kind of uh, synths sounds. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but like on my, some of my tracks, I have like like a, like a flute kind of synth sound kind of pad. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of yeah yeah and that's actually like one of the sounds in sin plant and like well, i found that sound like two years ago and i was like oh i'm gonna use this in this song and mm-hmm. then i decided to just use it in like a little bit in like several different songs throughout my collection so um but yeah man that's and then massive i just use massive uh love massive and yeah and ableton yeah awesome cool uh okay we'll jump onto some some quick fire questions what three pieces of advice would you give to upcoming producers? Uh, three pieces of advice. Um, I would say don't get bogged down on all the different companies and products out there because there is a lot of like stuff you don't need that is just like heavily marketed and is really just kind of a waste of time. I mean, um, you can do a lot of stuff just with Ableton and the computer. So kind of just like min- minimalize your, what you think you should have and just really dive into the, you know, the couple of plugins you have a lot deeper than just, you know, knowing a little bit of every single plugin out there. So that's, that's a big piece of advice. I definitely changed my, my skill set like a lot when I finally just chilled out and realized, Hey, all I need is massive and Ableton. So, mm. um, so yeah, man, that and, um, I would say try to be as unique as possible. Um, I mean, and just kind of treat electronic music as like so- sonic tones you're placing rhythmically on top of each other. So don't mm-hmm. like, you know, don't like con- try to recreate other people's sounds if you don't need to. I mean, start there, but then like, you know, get more original the more tracks you make and. Um, I think that's a very more appreciated by a lot of other more listeners and just like copying what so-and-so has already done. So um, I try to do that as much as possible, but then you get kind of, but then it's kind of, there's a downside to it because then people don't like understand or they think you're too experimental or, mm-hmm. or you know how, like, you know how that goes. Like it's just too weird or yeah. Yeah. Is um, that balance between <laughs> making something original and unique and making it understandable exactly yeah it's um, man exactly and like i i'm i kind of think it's just like timing you just kind of have to like see research or kind of understand what people are listening to right now today and kind of like have your have your style or have your tracks like prepared by the time that sound is like really popular or like you know likable by people um, you know, or does that make sense? Yeah. 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 For yeah, sure. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. Awesome. Uh, oh, oh, but third. Okay. So a third, yeah. <laughs> let me think of a third. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I would say just kind of, kind of just giving back, um, to the community or just like sharing resources with people, sharing techniques with people, meeting other producer nerds from freaking or uh, the other side of the world, like awesome stuff like that. Just kind of working with people too is a big, is a big deal. Like just learning what other people do and looking over their shoulder, um, is, is a huge, is a huge improvement. I mean, like having a mentor or, 
or, you know, just, yeah, things like that and asking, or I'm sorry, giving uh, back to people or helping people out for, you know, for exchange, they give you like feedback or mm -hmm. things like that. I don't know. Yeah, that, no, was kinda, I, I absolutely that was kind of choppy. I was trying to, I was trying to think and talk at the same time. Saying, <laughs> That's but, cool, man. Um, but yeah, I'm sure you can edit the edit a little bit. But, yeah, uh, yeah. No, but yeah man. So yeah, just that. That's pretty much a big proponent of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, is there a book or resource that's played a significant role in your journey as an artist? Doesn't have to be a, a book about music. Um. Yeah, there's a great book called uh, "The Artist's Way," which mm -hmm. is which I read. It's super good. It's su like about finding your creative flow, quote unquote, and kind of like channeling all life's uh, you know ch adventures. I guess <laughs> is how yeah. I would put it, and channeling it into creative uh, to into a creative outlet. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, man, that's a really good book. Also, "The Purple Cow" is a really good book. Yes. Uh, I'm yeah, you've probably read it. Uh The Purple Cow. Um yeah, man. Uh I like a lot of like self-help books, like a lot of like confidence For giving sure, books. Yeah. I'm I'm all about that. Same here, man. <laughs> and, yeah, because man, like we put we put like a lot of time and effort into our music and then like a lot of the time it gets does it gets kind of like overlooked or mm. or not it doesn't do as well as you would think and it's pr it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty bummer bummer thing to happen, so these kinds of resources and books kind of, you know, help you level help, or at least help me level out with that situation. So, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who is your dream collaboration? Um, <laughs> like if there was one artist you could work with, who would it be? Of all time? Of all time. Oh man. Uh, okay. Um, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. That would be great. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would be super, man, that would be like Michael Jackson, but like freaking rebooted, like 2016 version. Man, yeah. That would be cool. Like the production of nowadays with his like um, songwriting oh. and everything would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how I would feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any last words for the listeners? I know, Sam. I we'll I, edit I that out. That's cool. Else, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks, well, uh, thanks for listening to the music, guys, and <laughs> uh, stay tuned. Oh yeah. Also, I have um, a couple few releases coming out uh, in the new month. Uh, I have my EP coming out the twenty sixth, uh, which is a five track EP, as well as a couple releases before that. So, um, so yeah, listen up, guys. Pretty stoked to share fantastic well yeah. thanks heaps for coming on andy and uh finally where can people find you online uh yeah so soundcloud.com forward slash frugal f-r-o-o-g-l-e and then yeah um just yeah all frugal music is my instagram i think um but yeah man i'm follow me on that i'm always goofing off in the studio dancing to my tunes being a goofball so <laughs> check it out yeah check it out guys